Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where I am completely addicted to giving you the tools that you need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I'm your host, best-selling author and OG storyteller and DJ, Ty Alexander. I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to thank you for joining our Besties subscriber-only audio experience. If you are enjoying this space that we have created for you, please allow me to remind you to rate and review our podcast. Tell a friend to tell 10. (laughs) Feel free to message me on social media with any suggestions on how we can make this experience even better for you. So let's get right into today's episode. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy whatever it is that you be celebrating, okay? (laughs) I took a super long break. I got a lot of messages from you guys saying like, hey, girlfriend, uh, when's the new episode coming? (laughs) I am back today for regular episodes for at least six to eight weeks. I think we're going to do this time around. Um, But I took a super long break because life, honey, life been whipping my tail. And if I'm honest, um, I shared this on my Substack. If I'm honest, I did not have the energy to actually fight back. It was very much like, well, whatever happened, happens. It is what it is. I don't, uh, if you win, you win. If you don't, you don't. You know what I'm saying? And so I took a break so I could kind of recalibrate, regroup all of the things. Top of the year brings so much anxiety um, to a lot of us, including myself, you know, thinking about goals and manifestation and what I want to do and, blah, 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 you know, and so I think that these past couple years, ever since COVID really, these past couple years, the first part of the year, at least January, I spend time just kind of, again, sitting in what happened the previous year, thinking about the things that went good, went bad, how I can make things different. And so I spent the last three weeks just kind of analyzing life. This year coming, I hope to be able to do that like December. I don't really want to wait until January because I realized that I don't want to say time wasted, but I think... um, I just think it's a better strategy, right? Like I think there is something to getting to January and hitting the ground running. It's just a lot of times we're so exhausted by the year. So this year I'm going to do better with taking more breaks during the month. I'm going to have one day a month where I'm just doing something that is bringing me joy. Like I am being very intentional about that self-care practice Um, because I think that that will help me in the long run. Um, And in addition to that one thing of joy, I'm also going to take one day to really unpack the things, like I said, that went well and went wrong and kind of analyze them. And I'll take that day just to kind of write down, here are the things that I've been doing, 
here's what's not working. And I don't want to wait until the end of the quarter or till the end of the whole year to reflect on 12 months. I think that that, at least for me, waiting until the end of the year is what is bringing that anxiety because now I'm thinking about all of the days, all of the months, all of the opportunities, all the missed opportunities um, that happened in that whole year. And I have to kind of make them better in less than a week before January 1st comes. So I am implementing those two changes to my um, yearly routines. Hopefully, if they make sense for you, you can add them. But in today's episode, I wanted to double back and talk about relationships. You guys um, sent me a bunch of messages about wanting to hear more about friendships because I do have a a gale to my Oprah or a Oprah to my gale, depends on who you, who you what scenario you're um, telling, right? Um, and so I do have lots of friends who I've been friends with for 20 plus years and people are always like, how sway, how do you, you know? And so in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about navigating friendships um, with people who aren't necessarily as emotionally mature as you are. Think about um, that friend who's really fun, right? Like they turn up, you have a good time, you laugh, all the kind. But when we talk about emotional maturity, they're more so in like the kiddie pool and not the deep end. And we've all been there. That friend, again, makes you laugh until your sides hurt. But then in the next breath, they're throwing a tantrum over something that's seemingly really small. It's like riding a roller coaster without that safety bar thing down. Sure, in theory, that's exciting for those of us who like roller coasters, but mostly it's terrifying. Navigating this friendship is like walking through a minefield with a blindfold on. And I don't know about you, but I ain't walking in nobody's minefield and I definitely ain't going blindfolded. <laughs> you you care about them, right? That's why you're friends with them in the first place. But sometimes their lack of emotional maturity can leave you feel like a babysitter more than a friend. And you don't want to ditch them because deep down they're a good person. But at the same time, you can't keep sucking up their drama because it ain't yours. It's not yours. That's where I come in. So in today's episode, you and I are going to dive deep into how to handle this with grace from setting those boundaries that we talk about all the time to understanding when it's really time to step back. I got you covered. So grab a cup of coffee, some wine, whatever it is, get comfortable. This might be a longer episode, but let's chat about how to deal with this in the best way possible. In those moments when money isn't moving as fast as your dreams are, Earn In provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. It is designed to support you in the short term and the long term. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in self-care under podcast when you sign up 
It'll really help the show, Self-Care Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max, see earnin.com TOS for details. EarnIn is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Number one, set boundaries like a boss. So let's imagine your personal space as a beautiful garden. You've taken all this time to grow these really pretty flowers and these plants. You've got all of this furniture outside. Like it's really nice in this personal space. And of course, you're going to want visitors, but you don't want them trampling over your flowers, right? This is exactly what setting boundaries is. It's all about teaching people how to treat you and what behaviors are okay in your space. It's like when you tell someone, hey, you know, I love talking on the phone and all, but don't call me after 10 p.m. It's firm, but it's fair. And remember, it's not just about saying it once. It's about consistently reinforcing these boundaries. It's not mean. It's necessary for your peace of mind. But here's the real tea. Setting boundaries can be tough, especially if you're worried about like rocking the boat. You might worry like, are they going to get mad at me? What if they think I'm being too harsh? But think of it this way. If they respect you, they'll respect your boundaries, point blank period. And if they don't, well, that tells you a lot about the friendship. Setting these boundaries not only protects you, but also teaches them how to interact with you in a much healthier way. Number two, know that patience is a virtue, but don't be nobody's doormat, okay, girl? Dealing with emotional immaturity is like handling a delicate vase. You're going to want to be gentle and you got to make sure it doesn't fall and break. Understanding where your friend is coming from can really be key. Maybe they've had, I don't know, a tough experience that has stunted their emotional growth, or perhaps they just haven't had the opportunity to grow up yet. I always say I was not an adult until my mom died. I was 35 years old and I could have sworn on everything I had that I was being an adult, but it wasn't until I didn't have that backbone And I was like, oh, wait, I ain't been doing nothing. (laughs) And now I really have to adult. So with your friends, make sure that you're showing empathy because that can go a long way in maintaining the peace between you guys. But, and this is a big but, empathy doesn't mean letting yourself be mistreated. You're not there to be their emotional punching bag. So it's important to strike a bit of a balance. Be the friend who listens and supports, but also be the friend who says, you know what? That's not cool. That's not okay. It's like if your friend was about to walk out with, you know, toilet paper on their shoe or something. You tell them to save them from embarrassment, right? Same principle. You're helping them by pointing out when their immaturity isn't doing them any favors. But remember... You are not their therapist, friend. (laughs) You are not their therapist, and it is not your job to fix them. Number three, talk it out, but like for real, for real. Communication is the golden key to any relationship, especially with someone who might not be on the same emotional page as you are. So sit them down and just have a little heart to heart. Picture it like 
I don't know, a cozy coffee shop setting, intimate, but non-threatening. Start with the positives, you know, I value our relationship, but dot, dot, dot. And then ease into the issues and say, you know, but sometimes when you do X, it makes me feel like Y. It's like serving that sandwich and it's a compliment and then it's a tough thing and then another compliment. And you can go back and forth with this, right? But the goal here isn't to start a fight. The goal is to open their eyes to how their actions actually impact those around you, including yourself. They might be completely oblivious to it. But remember, you're not trying to change who they are. That's not your job. You're just trying to help them to see things from a different perspective. It's showing them a mirror. You're not altering the reflection, just helping them see it a little bit more clearly. Number four, be their cheerleader, like actually cheer them on. Think of the times when your friend does show emotional growth as like little victories. Celebrating these moments can be such a huge motivator for them. It's like when when someone compliments your outfit, it kind of makes you want to dress up more, right? When they handle a situation maturely, make it a point to acknowledge it. I really appreciated how you handled that situation earlier. It showed a lot of growth. And it's actually not just about cheering them on. It's also about gently guiding them towards better behavior. Think of it like uh, like nurturing a plant. You know, you want to water it, you want to give it sunlight, and then you want to watch it grow. Your support and recognition of their positive actions can act as that nourishment. It's just a subtle way of encouraging them to have better or mature behavior, but without nagging them. When you're hiring, it feels so good to finally close out on a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so overwhelming, and I wish I had used Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preference. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent first. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility on Indeed.com slash self-care IRL. Just go to Indeed.com slash self-care IRL right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash self-care IRL. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number five, guard your heart. This is more about 
like self-preservation because you have got to protect your emotional well-being at all costs. So if you find yourself constantly drained after hanging out with your friend or if their drama quickly becomes your drama, friend, it is time to take a step back. It's like when you're on the airplane and they tell you, put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. Yeah, you got to be good before anybody else is good. So it's okay if you need to say, listen, girlfriend, I need a break or just not to be available, right? This does not mean that you don't care about them. It just means that you're taking care of yourself first. It's just like taking a mental health day. And sometimes you need to recharge your batteries so you can be a better friend in the long run. Plus, it's also like setting an example for how important self-care and emotional responsibility is. Number six, do a reality check on the friendship. Take a step back and look at the friendship objectively. Is it mostly positive or does it leave you feeling drained more often than not? It's important to be really honest with yourself here. It's like when you're in a relationship and it's not like it's not working. If it were a man, you'd be like, mm, this is more trouble than it's worth. Friendships are no different than intimate relationships. They should bring you joy. They should be supportive. You should be laughing. It should not be a source of constant stress or drama. So think about what you really want in a friend. And does this person meet those criteria? It's okay if the answer is no, you know, people change and sometimes friendships, they just run their course. It's like outgrowing your favorite dress while you loved it. It doesn't mean that it wasn't great once, but maybe right now it just doesn't fit anymore. Number seven, to stay or not to stay. Deciding whether to stay in a friendship or take a step back is totally a personal decision. I'm not going to tell you one way or the other. And I also know from experience, it's not an easy one. It's about weighing the good versus the bad. If the friendship is negatively impacting your mental health, it might be time for a break. Simple as that. It's not about cutting them off completely because maybe that's not where you need to be. But it might be about giving yourself more space to just breathe. Taking a break can also be beneficial for them. It gives them space to reflect on their behavior and maybe even miss your presence. It's a bit like saying absence, what's that? What is it saying? Absence makes the front, wait, absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's the quote. Sometimes a little distance can make both parties appreciate the friendship more and just work harder towards improving it. Number eight, Focus on yourself, honey. In the midst of all of this, do not forget to prioritize yourself. So dive into your hobbies, your passions, and your self-care routines. It's like giving yourself a mini vacation from the world. You know, you got to engage in activities that make you happy. This can be incredibly therapeutic and it can give you strength to handle relationship challenges with more ease. Personal growth is so important. The more you understand yourself, uh, your values, and what you want out of life, the better you can manage your relationships. It's like building, you know, a strong foundation for a house. The stronger it is, the more resilient it will be when that storm comes around. Plus, focusing on yourself sets a great example for your friend, again, to see the importance of happiness, of self-care, and self-improvement. 
Number nine, my very last tip for you today is do not be their lifesaver all the time. It's important to avoid constantly bailing your friend out of problems. If they're always relying on you to fix their messes, they will never learn to deal with things themselves. There's a fine line between being supportive and then enabling bad behavior. So it's important to recognize that that line should not be crossed. Actually, it's important to recognize the line and then not cross it. Hopefully you are able to apply at least one of these nine gems I've given you today um, as you navigate your friendship with someone who is not as emotionally mature as you are, because again, it is no small feat. It is indeed a masterclass in patience, a masterclass in empathy, um, a masterclass in assertiveness, and each step you take, each boundary you set, each heart-to-heart talk you have is really a learning experience that shapes you into a more understanding yet strong-willed person. Remember that you're not just in this for the hard lessons. You're in it because friendships in all forms add color and depth to your life. Just know that um, friendships can be exhausting at times, but there's also something really incredibly rewarding um, about sticking with someone as they grow, as you grow. This isn't just about your friend's growth. It's also about yours too. And every time you stand up for yourself, every time you choose self-care over self-sacrifice, you are growing. You're learning to prioritize your happiness. You are learning to find your voice. You are learning to be the kind of friend that you'd want for yourself. The best friendships are the ones that are not perfect. They're the ones that weather the storm and come out stronger on the other side. So here's to navigating the complexities of human relationships with grace. Thank you for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for leaning into these really hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are faithfully listening and supporting our podcast each and every week. If you have enjoyed and loved this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or just wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts to unlock our bestie subscriber-only audio experience. You'll get exclusive audio, interviews, ad-free episodes, monthly got-it meditations, early access, and more. And don't forget to share this episode on social via IG stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your girl a favor and share it so we can keep the conversation going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. And until next time, toodles. <laughs>